0: Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Sporlan HVACR podcast. Now, welcome back. Happy New Year. We're excited for this upcoming year. We got a lot of things planned for you. We're going to ease back into it. Let's start with filter dryers. We're going to discuss filter dryers, so this is going to be a refresher. Uh, this is also good for new techs. And we're also going to cover another topic that I want to discuss, which is POE oil. So first and foremost, catch-alls are filter dryers. When are we replacing them? Like your car oil filter, you periodically want to change your filter dryers in your refrigeration systems. It could be HVAC, it could be refrigeration. We do need to change them. Now throughout normal operation, these filter dryers are filtering out particles, they're absorbing water, they're absorbing acid, and other byproducts from the refrigeration cycle. And though with a dirty filter dryer, a system can still run, it's not going to be running optimally, as well as running the risk of damaging critical components like your compressor. So here are the four times we need to replace our filter dryers. And they're very simple, okay? Number one is any time the system is open to atmosphere. Any time your system is open to the atmosphere, water and debris can enter the system so by replacing your catch-all now we can ensure that anything that was previously captured goes with the old filter dryer and anything that is introduced can be absorbed or captured by our new catch-all now second is anytime you may notice that you have moisture present how do we tell if we have a seal a sight glass that has our indicator As that indicator turns from green to yellow to a dark yellow, now we know we have moisture. Time to replace our filter dryer. Anytime we have a pressure drop across our filter dryer. Now, not all filter dryers have pressure taps across them. So how can we check the pressure drop? Another easy way to do this would be to check for a temperature drop. A change of about three degrees can equate to about 10 psi of pressure drop. And I have heard this in my classes. I'm sure I've seen it on Facebook or in forums. Maybe you've even said this as well. Oh, uh, you know, I just use my hands to tell if there's a temperature drop across something. And maybe, maybe you have very sensitive skin and you can tell the difference. But for a small change like three degrees, We want to be accurate. We want to make sure that we know there's a temperature drop before our filter dryer gets too clogged up. So let's use our thermocouples. All right, and in refrigeration systems, if we're checking acid in our oil, we do have a test kit, it's the TA1. If you test your oil and you have high acid, then we want to replace our filter dryers immediately. Now after a high acid scenario, or if it gets worse and we have a compressor burnout, what we're going to do is use an oversized filter dryer, just one size up, to make sure we can clean out all the contaminants, all the debris from the burnout, or all that excess acid that we have in our system. Now this is a step that a lot of techs will miss. After we have cleaned up our system, we check our oil again, make sure there's no acid. Then we want to replace that cleanup filter that we just used because it just absorbed a ton of acid, a ton of sludge, varnish, anything that has come from the high acid, the compressor burnout. Now, some last thoughts on catch alls and filter dryers. When we are replacing our filter dryers, we want to cut them out, not unsweat them. Again, heat will allow the desiccant inside of the filter dryer to release moisture, to release acid. So if this is heated up while still in the system, all the acid and moisture that it has absorbed will get into the system again. So your next filter dryer will have to do the same amount of work as your last one, plus the new introduced contaminants. Because we are opening the system by replacing the filter dryers, we also again have to pull another vacuum. Okay, let's take a little sidetrack away from filter dryers really quick. This is the other topic I wanted to cover, which is somewhat unrelated, but related at the same time. I want to talk about PoE oil. So the way PoE oil is synthesized, how it's made, is a process called esterification. Basically what that means is you take an acid, and you take an alcohol, You mix it with a catalyst, and you end up with PoE oil as well as water. Now that, in essence, means PoE oil has an affinity for water. It likes to have water in it. And that's why you have to be so careful with PoE oil and how you handle it before introducing it into a refrigeration system. Now, I'll also have you know that Most PoE oil containers will still have residual moisture inside of it, and that goes again to the importance of pulling a vacuum. So as soon as you open a container of PoE oil, it's starting to pull moisture out of the air into it. And of course, that can change the lubricity of the oil, but even worse as you get a higher concentration of water. And when I say higher concentration, it's not a lot at all. So as you get 100 ppm's of water in your oil, now that equates to 100 milligrams per liter, or you could look at it this way, a third of an ounce of water per liter, then you get a reverse of that initial reaction of how the PoE oil was made. So the PoE oil will start to break down back into an acid and an alcohol. Well, if your system is still running, then you're adding heat. The heat is going to speed up the process. So now you're going to get a large amount of acid inside of your refrigeration cycle. And as we know, it's not good. And so that's why it's important to use a good quality filter dryer like a catchall. Because it not only has molecular sieve, that's one of the desiccants that absorbs moisture, it's also going to absorb acid because it has activated alumina. That's the second desiccant in our catch-all filter dryers. So as moisture gets generated or comes from brand new oil, the catch-all will absorb that moisture. However, if there's still residual moisture or it's introduced and acid is formed, then that activated alumina can start to absorb that acid. And lastly... POE is a good solvent, kind of like a a cleaning solution. So if it's introduced into a system after a retrofit that was, let's say, mineral oil, any contamination that may be on the inside of the copper lines or your compressor, that POE may clean it out. So even though you replace with new POE oil, and I've gotten pictures from contractors asking me, Why their oil in the oil test kits looks black. It's because that PoE oil has cleaned their system. So that's just something you want to keep track of. If you're doing a refrigerant retrofit and you're switching out oils, check your oil after you charge the system. Make sure that it is clean before you let the system completely run. I know I said that was the last thing, but one more thing. Although oil filters inside of a refrigeration system are important, your liquid line filter dryers are going to absorb more moisture than oil filter dryers, reason being you have more refrigerant flowing through the system. So again, I hope this was a good refresher or good training session for anyone new to the field. Be sure to change your filter dryers. And as always, have a great one. Again, happy new year.